The U.S. Senate's Foreign Relations Committee calls on the Philippine government to end the detention of opposition Senator Laila de Lima and the harassment of journalist Maria Ressa. Philippine Senator Panfilo Lacson accuses the House of making a last-minute insertion in the ratified 2020 spending bill, an allegation House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano denies. A rights group names the Philippines the deadliest country in the world for farmers and indigenous peoples for a third year. And teen climate activist Greta Thunberg is Time's Person of the Year. Good afternoon, I'm Rain Musmi. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The U.S. Senate's Foreign Relations Committee calls on the Philippine government to end the detention of opposition Senator Laila de Lima and the harassment of journalist Maria Ressa. Let's get more details from ABS-CBN's Mike Navalio, who joins us on the line. Mike, go ahead. Hi, Rain. The United States Senate Committee has adopted a resolution condemning the continued detention of Senator Laila de Lima and the harassment of Rappler CEO Maria Ressa. In a tweet early Thursday morning, Philippine Time, U.S. Senator Dick Durbin announced that the U.S. Senate Foreign Relations Committee has passed a resolution sponsored by U.S. Senator Edward Markey calling on the government of the Philippines to end the troubling detention of Filipina Senator Laila de Lima and harassment of journalist Maria Ressa. In a separate tweet, Markey confirmed the passage of the resolution. Aside from condemning the Lima's detention, U.S. Senate Resolution 142 introduced in April this year also called for the Philippine Center's immediate release, declaring her a prisoner of conscience, detained solely on account of her political views and the legitimate exercise of her freedom of expression. It noted that the Lima's arrest in February 2017 on drug charges followed her criticism of the alleged extrajudicial killings in President Rodrigo Duterte's war on drugs. From her time as chair of the Commission on Human Rights investigating the Davide Death Squad in 2009 to her Senate committee hearings on the anti-drug campaign. The resolution cited findings from Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International, which both concluded that her arrest and detention was a result of her political beliefs and criticism of the Philippine government's war on drugs. The U.S. Senate committee resolution also called on U.S. President Donald Trump to impose sanctions on the Philippine government officials who were behind the Lima's arrest and detention, as well as those responsible for extrajudicial killings, in accordance with the Global Magnitsky Human Rights Accountability Act. The Global Magnitsky the Global Magnitsky Act authorizes the U.S. government to sanction those who it sees as human rights offenders, freeze their assets, and ban them from entering the United States. In the same resolution, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee also called for an end to harassment, arrest, and unjustified judicial proceedings against the media and journalists in the Philippines, particularly Raptor and Maria Ressa. Now the 2020 national budget ready for Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte's signature. The Philippine Senate and House of Representatives separately ratified the final version of the 4.1 trillion peso or more than $80 billion spending bill Wednesday. The ratification met a strict timeline the two chambers had set to avert another budget impasse. But Senator Panfilo Lacson warns the House made a last-minute insertion of over 83 billion pesos or some $1.6 billion. 95 billion pesos yung uh, binito niyan itong sa 2019 budget. Oh. Eh, ang lumalabas, yung mga yung mga ito ng, uh, sa taon na ito. Kaya oh. ngayon, nila. Pero last minute eh, dapat yun, nung pinadali nila yung uh, BICAM report ng oh, version nila, 
ito na dapat yung mga detalye. Inisip siguro, hindi na namin babasahin. Pirma na lang ng pirma. But in a statement, House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano reiterated the BICAM-approved 2020 budget is pork-free. Meanwhile, the so-called Makabayan bloc is calling for transparency from the Philippine House of Leadership over the alleged last-minute budget insertions. The party-list lawmakers say they are, there are questionable items hidden inside lump sums. They add lawmakers were only given 10 minutes to scrutinize the budget before the ratification. Malamang, ito ay kailangang i-validate namin. Merong pinakialamang mga budget para punduhan itong sinasabi na ni Senator Lacson. Pero we have to validate that. No? Mm -hmm. Dahil uh, makikita naman yan no? by comparing uh, the GAB, which was approved by the House, dahil yun yung source document dyan, at kung ano naman yung inapprove ng Bicameral Conference Committee. Taon-taon, nirarash ang, ang, ano, ang pagraratify ng budget. Nung last year, mas, mas masama dahil hindi man lang kami binigyan ng copy. Ito, binigay 10 minutes before the ratification. At nakita naman natin na talagang um, ratify ito na hindi man lang nabasa ng karamihan. Karamihan ng mga kongresista natin. So The Philippines named the deadliest country in the world for farmers and indigenous peoples for a third year. Human rights advocacy group Pan-Asia Pacific says 50 people were killed in the country from January to November for attempting to protect their land from encroaching industries. That's nearly one killing monitored per week, most of which the group says were allegedly carried out by state forces. Last year, another rights group, Global Witness, ranked the Philippines as the deadliest nation for land rights activists. It recorded 30 killings in the country last year and 48 in 2017. The Philippine Bureau of Immigration is working closely with local authorities to resolve a kidnapping case involving a Chinese woman who was snatched in Makati City. The agency says they are cooperating with law enforcement agencies to provide more information on the victim and persons of interest in the abduction. The Makati police identified the victim as Zhou Mei, a 28-year-old Pogo worker. Immigration officials also say they are taking steps to further ensure the safety and protection of foreign nationals in the country. The head of the Philippine government's anti-drug committee telling a different story in the fallout with his former co-chair, Vice President Lenny Robredo. Aaron Aquino claims Robredo refused to see the list of high-value targets he presented himself during a meeting. This is in contrast with Robredo's earlier statements that she was denied to see such a list. I'm giving you this list of high-value targets. More than 12,000 of that are high-value targets. Ganyan po kakapal yung libro. And the other book, this one, is the accomplishments of all law enforcement agencies on high-value targets. That's more than 8,700 arrests of high-value targets. But unfortunately, she refused to see the, 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 high, the list of high value targets and the, the briefing presentation of PIDEA. For the reason that, sabi uh, sa akin, alam mo, Director General, hindi ko pa kasi alam kung ano yung scope of authority ko. 
President Duterte appointed Robredo as co-chair of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs, or ICAD, last month. But Duterte fired Robredo after just two weeks, saying he doesn't trust her. Despite her removal from the ICAD, Robredo said she will present her recommendations on the drug war, a move welcomed by Aquino. Kung ano yung discoveries na nakita niya, whether it's good or bad for the administration, then go. Sa tingin ko yung presentation niya, yun yung mga, yung sinasabi niyang discoveries, yun yung uh, uh, sulat niya kay Presidente kung saan uh, nakasaad doon yung mga recommendations niya to, to, uh, to strengthen uh, the ICAD. The ICAD, meanwhile, says the official death toll in government's anti-narcotics campaign stands at 5,521 deaths. Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old activist who inspired a global movement to fight climate change, has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Here's the full story. Have got Teenager, climate activist, and now Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old Swede who inspired millions to take action. She launched a grassroots campaign at just 15, skipping school every Friday to demonstrate outside Swedish Parliament in a bid to persuade the government to meet its ambitious carbon emission goals. Since then, she has successfully ruffled many a feather with her uncompromising stance. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet... You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro called her a brat. She's even sparred with President Donald Trump. Thunberg is currently in Madrid at a United Nations climate summit with many world leaders, providing her usual blunt assessment of politicians' efforts. In the 16 months since her protest began, Thunberg has addressed heads of state, met with the Pope and inspired 4 million people to join the global climate strike. Manila Water President Jose René Almendras apologizes to President Duterte over water supply issues and the multi-billion peso arbitral ruling in favor of his company. At Wednesday's Senate hearing, Almendras admitted they decided to withdraw the arbitral award in deference to the chief executive. He adds their only intention for filing the case was to clarify the right process and what computation should prevail. It is unfortunate po na nagalit ang Pangulo. Hindi po namin pagdanasa na magbigay ng problema sa Pangulo. Ayaw po namin kalabanin ang, si, ang, si, ang Pangulo Rodrigo Duterte po. Mabuti pong ginagawa niya para sa taong bayan. Sumusuporta po kami. Humihingi po ko kami ng paumanin kung nagalit siya dahil sa arbitral ruling. Kaya po namin inatras yung arbitral ruling dahil nagsalita na po ang Pangulo na hindi niya gusto to. Well, the curtain came down and Manila's hosting of the 30th Southeast Asian Games with spectacular closing ceremony Wednesday night. Bianca Dava gives us some of the highlights from New Clark City in Tarlac. Hey, 
After almost two weeks of competition, the 30th Southeast Asian Games has now come to an end. During the closing ceremonies in New Clark City in Kapas, Tarlac on Wednesday, the cauldron which has been burning in the last two weeks was extinguished as Executive Secretary Salvador Medialdea officially declared the Games closed. The Aita Festival Dancers of Porak was the opening number with a traditional performance. This was followed by a song number by the Manila Concert Choir. It was American rock band Journey frontman Arnel Pineda who led the singing of the Philippine National Anthem. During the Parade of Nations, athletes and coaches from various countries proudly waved their flags as they entered the stadium. Filipino surfer and SEA Games gold medalist Roger Kasugai was the flag bearer for Team Philippines. But last night was not just a night for the athletes. The stadium turned red after SEA Games workforce and volunteers took center stage as they were recognized for their efforts and contributions in the multi-sport event. We volunteered because we want to show um, that the Filipinos are very um, hospitable. We want to be part of this event. Well, masaya kasi na, naka, na may mga na-meet kami na iba't ibang lahi. May mga natutunan kami sa mga languages nila, sa culture nila. Yung, ano, yung samahan na nabuo namin. One of the highlights of the program was the drone show which amazed spectators, athletes and volunteers. Awards were also handed out to the best male and female athletes, Zeng Wen from Singapore and Thi An Vien Nguyen from Vietnam. Our very own Kasugai bagged the Fair Play Athlete Award and the Philippines, the overall champion with 387 medals, 149 of which are gold. We have been praying that sports once again become a national priority. Sports, gold medals. Kay tagal-tagal mong nawala, pero babalik ka rin. At nandito ka na ngayon. We close these games today, but let me tell all the coaches, trainers, parents, athletes, we have only just begun. FISGOC Chairman Alan Peter Cayetano also said in his speech, the country is eyeing the hosting of the 2030 Asian Games. The closing ceremonies also signaled the handing over of the SEA Games flag from the Philippines to the next host country, Vietnam. After this, a fireworks display lit up the sky in New Clark City. To cap off the evening, Apple the App and group Black Eyed Peas performed some of their popular hits. The group also performed their new single, Ritmo, for the first time here in the country. Bianca Dava, ABS-CBN News, Kapas Tarlac. Legendary rock band U2 pays tribute to Filipino women icons during the famed group's first ever concert in the country held at the Philippine Arena Wednesday night. Frontman Bono, after performing their hit song, Beautiful Day, said a beautiful day is when women unite to rewrite history as her story. He then dedicated this next song to Ultraviolet or Ultraviolet to embattled journalist and rappler CEO Maria Ressa as a video in the background showed images of some of the world's most notable women. Melchora Aquino, who's known as the mother of the Philippine Revolution and former president Corazon Aquino, were among the Filipinos included in the video. They were shown alongside Jane Goodall, Greta Thunberg, Melinda Gates, and many more.
And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Rain Musingi. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ANCFeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.